This is your narrator speaking. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Welcome to Storytime with T.L. Routledge. I just never realized so many knew of Ligon's existence. Unfortunately, we are no longer able to live within the shadows as they once were. You mentioned the Lycans and vampires have been at war since the dawn of their existence, Elvander began as Jal nodded. Though wars are not fought in the shadows, they're fought on the battlefield. How have none been documented? None are documented by mortals, Alexander, Jal corrected. Battles between supernatural beings can be fought without being seen by natural eyes. Take the Grand Taiga, for instance. The wilderness there is so vast, even a man were to enter there, he would have no knowledge of a battle that rages beyond the mountains. Alexander nodded. I understand. Much like as if a tree fell in a forest and no one's around to hear it, who's to say it made any noise at all? Jal chuckled and replied, I suppose that is correct. Alexander remembered Jal telling him the theories of where vampires originated, but as of yet he had not mentioned the beginning of lichens. So, where did lichens come from? Excellent question, Jal replied with a smile. Unfortunately, there are there are a few solid facts and many theories. Such as? Many believe lichens simply fell from the sky. In the early days, it was documented that many rocks fell from the heavens. These rocks had a strange texture and shape, so there are those who believe they transformed into lichens. They believe lichens came from the heavens, Alexander questioned. Perhaps fallen angels to slay the vampire demons? This theory, sounded like, this theory sounded something like another idea Alexander had once heard. Yes, that is one of the theories. Do you believe it? Alexander asked. No, I do not, Joel replied. Lycans being angels is a bit too far-fetched of a notion for me. Perhaps outcasts of heaven, but certainly not angels. So you believe lichens did come from the heavens? Chapter 8 one with a pack, 1204, Germany. That night, Alexander and Jal sat around a blazing campfire. The moon was bright and full in the sky as a brisk wind gently, gently rustled through the trees. Full moon tonight, Jal said calmly. Alexander looked up at it with a start. Will it affect you? Jal smiled before answering him. No, my boy. Over time, I have learned to contain the beast on the night of the full moon. When a lichen has learned to suppress its inner beast, we also gain the ability to unleash it at will, full moon or not. Truly? So you could transform at any time, night or day? Yes. It took many hard months of self-discipline before I could accomplish it, but eventually I have learned that I possess the power to control this curse. Alexander looked down at the burning embers, then picked up a stick and pushed him around. He felt his stomach twisting in knots as the thoughts of his brother took over his mind. I hope Marcus finds that same power. This full moon will mark his second transformation. I have not yet told you, but lichens also have another ability. We can sense each other. We do this much like a pack of wolves know where each member is without seeing him. The exception for us is that when a lichen learns to control his inner beast, he renders himself invisible to others, Joel explained. At this news, Alexander felt a surge of curiosity. So other lichens cannot sense you? 
Precisely. Yet you can still sense other lichens. Correct. Are we in danger right now? Are there any lichens nearby us? John answered with a chuckle. Do not worry, son. There are no lichens here. Alexander's face relaxed, as he finally let all his worries subside in a short moment of time. He picked up another stick and threw it into the fire before taking a look at the moon. So you can sense Marcus? asked Alexander without breaking his gaze. No, not for some time now. Before Alexander could ask why, Jaw quickly continued. It's nothing to be alarmed about. If I cannot sense him, it means he has learned to control the inner beast. How can you be sure he's not... dead? Alexander's heart began to race. What if Marcus had died somewhere out there in the wilderness, alone and in, and in disgrace? He couldn't stand if his brother had died such a horrible death. As if reading his mind, Jaw explained, Lichens can also sense when another lichen dies. It is much like when a mother, mother wolf, loses her child. Even if the mother wolf is nowhere nearby, she still knows her pup is gone. It works the same way for lichens. So he's learned to control the beast. That's a good sign, of course. Yes, Alexander. And it is, it is indeed a very good sign. This is only the second transformation. He is very strong-willed, it seems. You will... He will soon learn to unleash it at will like I am able to do. Therefore, I am confident that there is nothing to worry about. Rest easy that your brother is safe tonight. Alexander directed his gaze to the moon once more and quietly whispered a prayer into the night. <sighs> Stay strong, Marcus. As Alexander gazed at the moon, Jaw spoke again quietly. What troubles me is... I have felt many lichens other than Marcus die within the past few days, and these events are growing in frequency the further we travel. I fear lichens are being deliberately hunted. Who would want to hunt them? Alexander pressed. These days, mercenaries are the usual suspects. The price for a lichen's head would make you a very wealthy man if sold to the right buyer. I fear, however, that these aren't normal mercenaries. Not this time. Far too many have died. Who do you think it could be then? <sighs> Many years ago, I discovered a small independent army of lichen hunters called the Silver Thorn. They would capture lichens and torture them simply because they found joy in it. Knowing the value of a lichen head, they would mount the heads upon spikes at the entrances of their hideouts. They were well equipped with silver weapons and armor. The money they received from selling the heads took care of that. The bitterness hung heavy in Jal's voice. What happened to them? The Silver Thorn? Alexander asked. I helped destroy them! It started when I stumbled upon a fleeing lichen. He had escaped the clutches of the hunters, but he was badly wounded. Remember that lichens are independent unless they choose to join a pack like this one. As I cared for the wounded creature, other lichens soon came to my aid. They were able to control the Urina Beast, and from that day on, we formed an alliance and fought back against the Silver Thorn. We lost countless lichens, and in the end, we were the victors. How then do you think the Silverthorn are killing lichens once again? Alexander asked, with a few seconds of silence. A few must have escaped, Jaw admitted, unless another generation has taken up their banner. We attacked what we assumed was the, was the locus of their army. It was a cave, large and stretching on for what seemed like miles. With that much ground to cover, 
it is possible we could have missed some. Alexander sat in silence, pondering many things. Joel spoke to him again, addressing his thoughts. What is going on in that head of yours? In truth, Alexander, I am not sure what to believe, Joel admitted. The question I have to ask myself is, were these supernatural beings on earth when the first man and woman walked in the gardens? What is your answer? Joel shrugged his shoulders. I don't have one. It's an answer I'll never receive. Wouldn't there be some kind of record? At one point, perhaps. But I fear it would be long gone by now. Most likely destroyed in war, or lost. Alexander once again grew silent, as he thought upon Joel's story. His eyes found the full moon again. With the silver thorn out there somewhere, hunting lichens, Alexander prayed desperately for his brother's safety. You ask, I'll answer. These questions are taken from my Instagram poll uh, that I posted a couple of, uh, about a week ago, I guess. First question. What character was most fun to develop? This is an interesting question. Uh, if you're just referring to Immortal, um, I'd have to say probably, probably Marcus. Marcus... He's very blunt, rash, hot-headed. He's, I feel like he's everything that we are, but either we contain it or we let it out. And throughout the book, there's a point where all of that kind of fades away. There's a tragic event that I, w I don't want to give away, but there's a tragic event that happens to him. And it changes him. He's still very stubborn, but he doesn't go in guns blazing after this. And he kind of starts taking responsibility of his actions because of this event. Now, if the question is, is for the whole series or the series so far, I'd say Michael. Now, Michael is in this book also, but his story throughout the series is one of my favorites. Um, I can't really give away too much without spoiling the whole book and the whole series, but let's just say this. He, he's a mystery. Many don't know much about him or where he came from or who he is. And he kind of changes the minds of a lot of people once he's understood and once he's doing the things that he's been doing his whole life, but people never realized. So I think he's a very mysterious character, but he's also a very good character. Um, next question. How long did it take to write Immortal? This, okay, so the first time I wrote it, it took me a year and a half. Then I published it, I unpublished it, I added stuff to it, 
So if you're calculating the second time I wrote it, I'd say it probably took me like at least another three months. So maybe like a year and nine months, I guess, to write it. It is 540 pages, so I mean, it takes a long time to write. Uh, next question. What book are you currently reading? I am currently reading Sword of Destiny. Sword of Destiny is one of the uh, Witcher books. Um, they're interesting. If, you, if you've watched this show and you've been confused about the timeline, which I've seen about a lot, a lot of comments, if you read The Last Wish and Sword of Destiny, you'll understand that the first two books are just a, a collection of short stories. And in the book, uh, in the book, in the TV show, um, the first two seasons, or the first, sorry, first two books are primarily about Geralt. Um, Yennefer and Ciri's story come into play in the later books, but when I watched the show, I, I, so I read The Last Wish before I watched the show. And I knew what was going on as far as timelines went. So if it helps, I would suggest reading The Last Wish and Sword of Destiny before watching the show or even if you've already watched the show. Next question. Why did you pick the medieval era? Well, I've always really loved history. And... I wanted to start at a point where I could go over a lot of history. So the first book takes place in 1204, which is just like basically the end of the Fourth Crusade. Knights and like the Dark Ages, that whole time period I've always really loved. Not because of what it was, but what it is now. Because living in that time wasn't really the best. There was plagues, and there was uh, a lot of death and war, and just, it wasn't really a good time to live, but I've always liked the, like, the, the battle strategies, the battle techniques, the castles, like, the whole, I don't know, what, what, what would it be a good word, but the whole idea of it, I guess, without all the, the darkness, though... That's one thing I really wanted to kind of input into the story was that darkness, the stuff that people overlook. And uh, so plus with plus it being early in the history, and since the series covers a lot of history, I figured the medieval age, the dark ages, would be a good place to start. That's all the questions you guys asked. Um, be able, if you want me to answer any more questions um, in upcoming podcasts, I'll post another Instagram poll and I'll post it on um, Facebook as well. So just leave a comment, ask me a question. Um, same thing for Instagram. Um, Instagram, my Instagram name is at Slimmy underscore Timmy. Um, there's, a, there's a story to that name I won't get into right now. <laughs> um Facebook is Tim Rutledge um, with the blue check mark. Um, there you can um, follow me, like my page, ask me questions, find all the podcasts. Or if you want to, um, you can go to my website, which is 
tlrutledge.com. There you'll find everything as well. You find the links to Twitter. I don't know if my Twitter is, is linked. My Twitter is might, might be linked. It's at Tim Rutledge. Um, my Instagram, Facebook, and then plus all my podcasts are on there as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, a um, bunch of other ones. Um, so yeah, head over to head, head over to my website to learn about everything else. I either like I also have my, my second book, Resistance. You, know, you can um, purchase. Uh, I, I will be getting to the Resistance after I after I finish each chapter of Immortal to the podcast. I will start Resistance. And I'm still debating on if I want to physically release the third book, Freedom, or if I should just do it on the podcast. Um, if you want to have the actual book for Freedom, let me know in the comments of, or on Facebook or message me on Instagram. Um, but if you w- prefer me just reading, uh, I really enjoy reading the chapters and having guests on and stuff. So uh, let me know. Um, I'm open to change. I'm open to your opinion, your thoughts. So with all that being said, thank you for listening to ch- this chapter. Um, next chapter will be coming. Um, the next chapter is called The Silver Thorn. It'll be about Marcus and his next stage of his journey. If you want someone, if there's somebody you know who has a voice, a good voice for reading chapter, like chapter reading, like, um, uh, or like a voice artist, let me know. Um, I'm, I've been looking for people to collaborate with, to, to read over chapters and uh, with me. So if you know anybody, uh, let me know, either on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and I will get in contact with those people, and I will try to get them involved. Or if you know somebody who's an up-and-coming um, musician, actor, um, public speaker, really anything, anybody who needs some extra recognition um, or who just needs some, I guess, recognition, um, I'm always willing to help people who have talents and skills and stuff and they're not really being seen currently i want to i want to be able to help those people if you listen to my last podcast i did an interview with spencer crandall he's a uh, up-and-coming musician very talented uh, um i actually met the guy on instagram i didn't even i don't know him personally at all and um so if you have anybody like that anybody you know of you may even maybe people you don't know personally but you want me to interview um, let me know if you do have somebody personally. Let me know also. Uh, I'll be I'll be doing more interviews. Um, I have a couple people that I have lined up, and I have a couple people who are who are interested in doing uh, chapter reads as well. So uh, if you know anybody, let me know. Um, thank you for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Before we go, this is a quick word from my the sponsor Anchor. So sit back, listen to this. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. Chapter 9, The Silver Thorn, will be coming next. Uh, Have a great week.